Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Why an Italian restaurant in Milwaukee is worried about a cash crunch in China. Washington and Colorado prepare for a brand new market in recreational marijuana. And if your alma mater had a scent, what would it be? Seriously. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. This podcast is supported by Netflix Instant Streaming. Thousands of TV episodes and movies on your computer or mobile device instantly streamed by Netflix to save you time, money, and hassle. Free 30-day trial now at netflix.com slash APM. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, this is the Marketplace Podcast for Monday, June 24th. I'm Sarah Gardner in for Kai Ristall. It's good to have you with us. We've said it before and we'll say it again. There are two things that can really get the markets in a tizzy, Ben Bernanke and China. We get the Fed chairman, interest rates and all, but China? Well, yes, China's economic woes help push the markets down today. China's in the midst of what's essentially a government-imposed credit crunch, sticking a pin in a giant lending bubble. Marketplace's Mark Garrison looks at how credit in China affects our pocketbooks here in the U.S., Barbier's Italian, how can I help you? As China's loan situation goes, so goes a beloved Italian restaurant in South Milwaukee. Bet you didn't see that one coming. The Caterpillar plant across the street makes mining equipment that scoops up raw materials to feed Chinese industry. Cat business is 20% of the restaurant's revenue, so manager Matt Willers keeps an eye on world economic news. Oh, constantly. Uh, you can't help but be immersed in what's going on globally. The kitchen that churns out pizza and pasta is a front-row seat as to how Caterpillar's doing. It's high on the list of American companies that will suffer in a Chinese credit crunch. If big firms there can't get easy money, there'll be less mining and construction, which is bad for Cat and the nearby Italian joint. But FDN Financial Chief Economist Chris Lowe points out the other side of that coin. It also means cheaper commodities. and long run, that might not be such a bad thing. Think lower energy costs for Americans. Also, tighter lending in China will hurt banks, but maybe not Chinese consumers American firms want to sell to. It could accelerate China's transition to an economy relying less on big projects funded with cheap money and more on Chinese consumers buying things. An adjustment in China, however severe it might be, to more of a consumption-driven economy, in the long run actually benefits most American companies. That's Patrick Chovanek of Silvercrest Asset Management. That shift will have impact around the world, even under the stamped tin ceiling of a Wisconsin Italian restaurant. I'm Mark Garrison for Marketplace. The Supreme Court's term is coming to an end, and a lot of their rulings are affecting business in this country. Today's case, Vance versus Ball State, is the latest. A woman who worked in the kitchen at Ball State University claimed her supervisor had harassed her. At issue was the definition of the word supervisor. The court ruled five to four in favor of the university. The ruling is the latest in what many see as a very business-friendly Supreme Court. Marketplace's David Weinberg has the story. When the Supreme Court ruled in favor of Ball State, it stated that an employer is not liable in discrimination cases unless the supervisor accused of discrimination not just supervises, but has the power to hire and fire. There's no doubt that this decision is pro-employer. This is a decision that reduces the situations in which employers can be held liable 
for the actions of their supervisors. Erwin Chemerinsky is the dean of the University of California, Irvine School of Law. In fact, this has been a pattern during all of the eight years of the Roberts Court. The Roberts Court has also made multiple decisions on class action lawsuits involving large groups of individuals who band together to sue companies. About seven cases this term that implicate class action rights, and in all but one, they have limited people's ability to band together to bring class actions. Deepak Gupta is a plaintiff-side appellate lawyer who's argued on behalf of consumers and employees in front of the Supreme Court. These are cases that often seem quite technical. They involve issues like uh, class action rules and arbitration and preemption, um, and most people fall asleep when they hear that. As a result, Gupta says these types of cases often get overshadowed by the big blockbuster rulings involving civil rights. But they actually have, I think, a much bigger impact on our everyday lives as consumers and workers. I'm David Weinberg for Marketplace.